Planet Mundus, music and society. All right, now it's time for another episode of Music and Society. And with all this all Christmas spirit going on, I'm glad to say that our reporter Miriam Karut chose a less conventional Christmas song this week. I have to admit, Miriam, I'm not the Grinch, but I was a little bit tired of all those jingle bells and the songs about Santa Claus, okay? <laughs> that was exactly our thought when we decided on the song last week, Mario. Enough of that. This week, we're talking about the Pokes and Kirsty McCall with Fairy Tale of New York. Okay, I don't, I'm not sure about what the song is about, but it does ring a bell. Well, have you ever watched P.S. I Love You with Hilary Swank and Jared Butler? Okay, so that's it. I have watched that movie and I love the soundtrack. Like, there's another song that I like best, but I'm willing to take. What is it about? Okay, no judging from my side then. <laughs> I love that movie and its soundtrack too. So there's one very emotional but also kind of funny scene, if you recall, Jared Butler's funeral. And because he's Irish, they played this very Irish band, The Pokes. Yeah, I don't want to give kind of any spoilers, but I remember because the movie has something to do about a funeral, so it's kind of touching, right? It's not even a spoiler, it's right <laughs> in the description. <laughs> but yeah, the story of the song is obviously another one. It goes back to 1987. The band had planned to make a Christmas song, a Christmas song about reality, though, not about snow or sleigh rides or mistletoe or miracles, but lost youth and ruined dreams. Not very Christmassy. It's a song in which Christmas is as much the problem as it is the solution. A kind of anti-Christmas song, if you want to call it that way, that ended up being, for a generation, the Christmas song. Okay, that sounds like a great music idea to me, but what inspired them and how do they develop this idea? Well, apparently there's this general agreement in the band that Fairy Tale of New York was written in 1985, But the origins of the songs are of the song are disputed among its band members and producers and even the managers. Hmm. That all doesn't really matter. The song was named after the 1973 novel A Fairy Tale of New York, which one of the band's members and songwriter Jem Finer was reading at the time. And then he left the novel lying around in the recording studio and soon it was an inspiration. Hmm, interesting. But you said that the band is Irish, right? Can we grasp that from listening to the song? Actually, most of the band weren't Irish, although their name, Pogue Mahon, means kiss my arse in Gaelic, which is from Ireland. Okay. And many of their influences were actually Irish. In fact, their interest in folk songs and historical narratives roamed for far and wide. They aspired to timelessness, though. Fairy Tale of New York does have bagpipes and some sort of Irish melody mixed with typical Christmas tunes. I have to tell you, I love this. <laughs> and how do the lyrics make this song kind of an anti-Christmas song? What, what is it about? Uh, Fairy Tale of New York is about a couple falling on hard times and coming eventually to some redemption. The band actually stated that there was a secret history to it. It was supposedly about two mutual friends living in New York. But as you will hear in a bit, it could apply to any couple. The song's story begins with an Irish immigrant being tossed into a drunk tongue, sorry, into a drunk tank mm -hmm. to sleep off a Christmas Eve binge. It's only when he hears an old man sing the Irish ballad The Rare Old Mountain Dew that he begins to dream about his memories of the song's female character. And I think that's regular for Irish songs to have kind of a story. And what about this one? How does the couple's story develop throughout the song? 
Um, the story is a little confusing because the narrator is drunk, right? <laughs> and Classic Irish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's remembering his love while being drunk. And in the beginning, it all seems very positive. They're remembering the story together. And that's where Kirsty jumps into the musical dialogue. But then it turns somewhat bitter and they start insulting each other. The question now is, can we even trust the narrator? He's a drunk living on the street, and we're also not quite sure if the dialogue happens in the drunk tank or if it happens afterwards. And that is probably the beauty of this song. You don't know what happens in the end. It's completely open. Planet Mundus, the word in Aarhus. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. and online.